Hey everyone, welcome to AUSU Open Mic. Uh, this is really, really exciting for us. We're sitting here in our head office in Edmonton, Alberta, and uh, we've got a bunch of our full-time staff here, and uh, we're just really thankful to uh, have the opportunity to be able to hang out with you guys today. Big shout out to all the uh, the students that were able to help us out with our with the name of our new podcast, which is AUSU Open Mic. Uh, we had some real fun with that. We had a couple options that everybody was... Uh, chiming in on and providing some feedback on and at the end of the day AUSU open mic one out so uh, big thank you to all the students that were able to uh, to help us out with naming our podcast um, today we've got uh, like I said a bunch of our full-time staff in the room and by bunch I mean there's three of us in here and uh, we're going to do some introductions here uh, the big part of what we want to talk about today is what does AUSU do for you and I think uh, there's a real misconception out there with uh, an online distance university that the student union plays a, a slightly smaller role than a typical uh, bricks and mortar university. And, and guess what? That is so not the case. We've got lots to talk about today. And uh, we're going to start with our communications and member services coordinator, uh, Donette Kingians. Uh, uh, she's going to throw a little elevator speech at you. So uh, Donette, what do you do here even? What do I do? Hi, I'm Danette. Um, I am AUSU's official communications and member services coordinator, which in a nutshell basically means that I handle all of our external communications, like our newsletter, our social media accounts, our updates in The Voice, which is AUSU's student publication. Um, I handle our website, our mobile app, I create our reports, like our annual report. I manage our services, make sure that they're all running smoothly and that everybody has access to everything. I handle a lot of the incoming student inquiries, um, support for awards. I help the committee and the council with their committee meetings, with their council meetings, with just general knowledge. I've been here for four years, so sometimes... I, that actually makes me the longest standing you're our person. Veteran. I'm yeah, the veteran you're, of you're the season veteran four years. Team, yeah. So pretty much I just help with um, also running the organization, like documentation and organization of the of AUSU. And Basically, sure there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot under your portfolio. And I would love to say that it's only about communications and member services, but uh, there's a lot that goes on with that. It's it's hard to name a name a a job when we all have so many things on our plates. So it's yeah, yeah. how many words do you want to put into a job title? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That'd be quite the acronym. Uh, next up, we've got our governance and advocacy coordinator, uh, the newest guy on the block for our team, uh, Emmanuel Barker. Uh, Emmanuel, w talk to us a little bit about yourself and and what you do here uh, at AUSU. All right. Yeah. So I definitely am the newest or I don't know, maybe newest isn't the right, the most recent employee of AUSU. And my title is to is the governance and advocacy coordinator for Athabasca University Students Union. And that kind of encompasses two like major groups of, of tasks. And the first one, governance, is all about working with the team uh, in terms of meetings, in terms of meeting agendas, being the parliamentary assistant and doing those sorts of administrative tasks for the for the committees and for the for, for, for the council. 
Um, and then after that, um, the advocacy part of it has to do mostly with working with our executives on tasks involving uh, federal, provincial, municipal um, advocacy tasks. And we do that by participating um, with the federal advocacy organization that we're a part of, which is called CASA, or by communicating directly with the MLAs and the other provincial representatives here in in Alberta, in Edmonton, conveniently, just down the street. But like with Donette and with Jody, I mean, there are so many things that we all just end up taking on in our portfolios that sometimes it seems like more than that. You also happen to be our technical genius and podcast equipment expert. I am monitoring the podcast right now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and I, we have to let everybody know that I mean, your role is way more exciting than what you just said. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't sound very <laughs> I mean, exciting when you say it's edge of your seat stuff. I mean, I know that, uh, and by new, by the way, Emmanuel's also been here for over a year. So yeah, 15 I, months. Yeah. Oh, I like how you're 15 <laughs> months. You're like a, like a baby. Yeah. You're 15 months old right now. Yeah, so cute. Funny. Do you know what? We've got a couple other people that fall under the category of part-time staff. Uh, they're not with us right now on our podcast, but uh, we definitely want to give a shout out to Jamie Mulder. Uh, Jamie's also been with us uh, now for just three years. Uh, she's our administrative assistant, and uh, Jamie does a ton here. She's almost like an office manager, but in many ways looks after a lot of our financial processes with uh, uh, helping me out with some of the different um, elements of uh, managing the office, really, and uh, helps a ton with our awards program. And, I mean, for the most part, she almost does everything she's, like she's our, our office unicorn that just sort yeah. of tackles every project that gets thrown her way and does it seamlessly amazing. yeah and she's also our our tech person uh and and donut's absolutely right she she literally is the person when we're like um i need to update my adobe like can you help me out with that and she's like boom done hey we're moving offices and we need all of our equipment moved jamie's on it yeah she's, you, she's the person yeah uh, so anyways, Jamie's awesome, and uh, she works part-time with us. Uh, the other individual is Carl Lowe, who's our managing editor of The Voice. Um, for those of you that are not aware, uh, we also administer The uh, the Voice magazine, which is a student publication, and Carl is amazing. He's been uh, looking after the magazine uh, for a number of years now. and. Many years. Yeah, and uh, in many ways might also be considered one of the longest people um, that we've had on staff here he at AUSU. He definitely is, and he also used to be uh, the president of AUSU some yeah, years back. Right. So he's been around for a really long time, um, yeah. and he's been a really instrumental editor. Um, for anybody who's ever interested in writing for The Voice magazine, since it is all written by students for students, um, Carl, as the editor, also kind of acts as a bit of a writer-in-residence. He'll give his writers tips on their writing style, ways that they can improve in addition to editing their articles and then publishing them in our weekly publication. So Yeah, that, and I know that he loves that mentorship side of what he does. So. And um, Yeah, so that's a great shout-out. If anybody is interested in writing for The Voice, uh, to definitely connect with us. Um, for the most part, that's our team, um, and really proud of everybody here. There's a lot of what we do, and there's something really special about working for an organization uh, when you know that what you do really matters, and uh, we have an impact on the students of AU, and um, even though sometimes it feels like we're a bit of an iceberg uh, concept here at AUSU, which is, um, you know, that whole concept of you know, what we do on top of the surface is it seems small, but there's so much more that we do um, under the surface of the water. Uh, uh, and that's potentially what we want to talk about today is um, 
is, is a little bit about uh, what AUSU does for you. Before we begin, uh, the last intro is my own. And uh, my name is Jody Campbell. I'm the executive director here at AUSU. And in many ways, um, you know, besides providing leadership for the team, I'm also part of the executive committee. And so I work very closely with your executive team, uh, not only to support them and to be a resource uh, for them as they conduct their duties, um, but a big part of what we do as a team here is really creating an environment that allows the executive team to be able to uh, not only be elected into their roles within AUSU, but for them to be able to maximize their potential during their term uh, when they're here. So it's, um, I know it, it, it feels like a big role for all of us, but we absolutely love it. Um, I always tell everybody that I manage generally. Uh, which means that a lot of the times there's elements of what Donette is working on that we're collaborating on. Uh, then there will be times when I'm collaborating with Emmanuel on what he's doing and, and of course, Jamie and Carl the same. So um, when you combine everything, um, you know, the executive team, the full-time staff, uh, in many ways I probably didn't recognize what a, what a fast-paced environment was uh, until I started working for a students' association. So... Um, we've got a great team and uh, to kind of lead us into what we want to talk about today and highlight uh, outside of introducing our team is again going back to what AUSU does for you as a student at AU and um, for a lot of undergraduate students one of the things that we find I'm looking at Donette right now one of the things that we find is that students are constantly talking about how difficult it is to stay connected or to become connected Absolutely. with their AU community and other students. And, and there's a number of things that we do throughout the year um, that, is, that is part of contributing to that and making sure that students can find that online AU community. And, and I got to be honest with you, it's difficult for a lot of students to be able to find that. Uh, but at the same time, there's a few things that we do. And um, Donna, like, could maybe just speak a little bit about some of the social media sure. elements and, and the ways that we help uh, students stay connected here. Yeah, you bet. We have multiple different communications platforms. Um, as Jody said, we recognize it's really difficult sometimes for AU students to feel that connection. And part of it is sometimes that isolation of just being alone at home doing your studies or at work doing your studies. And you don't get to see the faces behind the screen. So... The reality is that there is a whole university, there's a whole students' union that's working for you, for distance education students, for online students, because all the students at AU are online students, basically. So everything we do, everything we offer, it's for online students. So we use a bunch of online platforms to try to get that information into your hands, to let you know what's available, what we're up to, what the university's up to what might work for you as an online student. So some of those include, uh, we send out a bi-monthly, twice a month, we send out a newsletter to all of our uh, members by email. And that usually just outlines current services, current deadlines, current events. We also have a bunch of social media accounts, so you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, which is our new account. You can follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn, those ones are really popular, particularly Facebook and Instagram right now. Obviously, that's always evolving as social media platforms evolve. We mm -hmm. also have a mobile app 
Um, and that's a great way to connect with other students because there are thousands of other AU students on the mobile app right now chatting. So it's a great place to talk to other students, to get quick access to your resources and services. Students use it to find study buddies, to get course help, to sell used textbooks, to meet up with other people in their area. So that's a really great resource. You can find that on our website at ausu.org. Um, we also do uh, a regular weekly update in the Voice magazine, the student publication. Uh, we have a forum on our website that's going to be getting a little bit more traffic coming up soon with some new updates. We run contests from time to time to try to get people engaged and to get some good stuff into their hands like swag or free codes for online exam proctoring. The most part, the, the ones that, that I really think have maybe had the impact outside of the most popular ones like Facebook. Like I love the Instagram. One of the, th one of the things that we really wanted to highlight through Instagram is the whole concept of uh, putting a face and a voice Absolutely. Uh, to our organization. And Instagram's really helped us to do that. Um, obviously I'm a big fan of the newsletter as well. It's, uh, it's something that students will get in their inboxes and, and, and really highlights a lot of the work that we're doing and keeps them informed with uh, with what's coming down the pipe at AUSU and and even more so on a weekly basis uh, throughout each month of the year. But um, sometimes it's hard for us to put a face and a voice uh, to a lot of the work that we do. And, uh, and I think Instagram is definitely helping to do that. A couple sure. others that I'm going to highlight as well is um, some of the participation that we've had with Facebook Live That's and great. with our meet and greets. Uh, we actually just last night hosted... Uh, a meet and greet uh, out out east in Halifax, and and uh, had a great turnout for that. So, again, some of the feedback that we're getting is that, you know, students walk in and they're like, "Oh my goodness!" Like I didn't, I I kind of felt like I was alone in an island here at AU. And when you see other people in your program or other people that are going through the same uh, learning experience that you are, uh, I just find that a lot of those students just absolutely love connecting. And so, a big part of our role is doing just that providing opportunities for those connections and and uh, and I know that again going back to the student experience that uh, that it helps and it, it really does uh, start to build that community that we were talking about exactly so next up we've got advocacy uh, again when you go back to that iceberg concept advocacy always feels to me like it's on the bottom half of the water um, you know there's so much advocacy that's happening for students uh, both at a federal level provincial level uh, within the university as well as individual individual students that'll connect with us and say you know what this is happening this is my experience and I would love to get some feedback from you guys uh, basically on how I can deal with something whether it's you know providing them with the resources or pointing them in the right direction and and so that's a big part of what we do here uh, Emmanuel, you were talking a little bit about CASA and, and some of the provincial and federal advocacy efforts that we've got. Maybe maybe expand on on your role that you play with uh, with the execs uh, and ex especially in under the category of advocacy. So AUSU participates in federal, uh, provincial, municipal, um, and then what is often overlooked, as as Jody mentioned before, is individual advocacy. Um, and so from sort of like a top-down uh, view, what we've got is CASA, is a, is a quite a large organization that we're a member of, and that stands for Canadian Alliance of Student Associations. CASA is quite uh, 
quite quite a quite an enormous organization. It's got it's got over um, I want to say more than twenty two different student organizations. Uh, almost almost a quarter of which come from Alberta. Very very influential organization that actually has conducted quite a number of of um, major major um, policy works. So what they do is the same way that a students association, the same way that AUSU is an, is an electorate for or is is are representatives of the AU student body. CASA takes those elected representatives and brings them together into one large delegation. It's like the student council of student councils. And so they will work together with diff- with all of those different delegates to vote on their priorities. And so what my position is uh, in support of our executives is to go with them uh, on occasion to CASA conferences, oftentimes held at, well, two times out of the year they're held in Ottawa, and then the other two times they're held in different member organizations' campuses. They try to make it so that one of them is towards a westerly direction and then one of them is towards an easterly direction, kind of make it a little bit more fair for their membership. But CASA will work with all of these different student delegates to develop policy plans, to develop positions on different, um, I want to say like advocacy issues. For, for example, a really, really big one that has recently come out um, from CASA is a policy or a position paper that they've written based off of the major changes that have happened in Ontario. So there were enormous changes released on uh, January 17th by Minister Fullerton, uh, the advanced ed minister in, in, in Ontario, and those changes were pretty extensive. Ontario announced a 10% cut in tuition all around through all of the universities and colleges. Uh, they ended the free tuition program, which is for a certain demographic of Ontario students, and there, there were a lot more changes. So working with CASA, working with our executives as they go to CASA is a big part of my job. And that's, that's, the big, that's the big federal picture. They're not the only federal advocacy organization, but they're the ones that we work with, and we think that they are just, they are exactly what we're looking for because they have such a broad reach the same way the AU students are. They have a they really help us have a voice at the federal level. So one of the conferences that you're talking about which would be the National Advocacy Week that yeah, we've absolutely. been part of year after year now where our executives go to Ottawa with CASA delegates, go to Parliament Hill and have a bunch of meetings with MPs with senators to talk about the topics that are important to post-secondary students to make sure that there's better funding for them, better accessibility, better support networks. These are all things that are built into the asks that are part of our CASA advocacy work that in the end help your lives too. On a provincial scope, um, obviously there's a lot of work that we do uh, right here in Alberta. Uh, Our head office is located here in Edmonton. Uh, there's a lot of work that ends up happening here. Uh, and, and you would think that, you know, obviously AU is, um, is obviously a Canadian-wide, international-wide uh, university that has uh, students from literally across the globe. Um, but a lot of the work that ends up happening here in Alberta has a, a quite a large impact on whether it's uh, tuition funding, uh, or the overall grant funding that they get from the provincial government, and uh, so a lot of the work that we do right here in Alberta is, is equally as important. And, you know, connecting with a lot of the uh, uh, different government officials throughout the year is a big part of sort of the provincial side of things and, and making sure that we bring a voice uh, for AU students uh, right here in Alberta, which, which again, uh, plays a real impact uh, with a lot of the work that's happening at, at AU. Again, 
kind of going back to some of the work that we do within the university, uh, a lot of the advocacy that we do, and, and Emmanuel, I know that you kind of do a lot of this, you know, whether it's through policy development and, and stuff like that, but uh, really at the end of the day, the amount of committee representation that we have within the university is impressive. Uh, there isn't a committee that doesn't have some some form of AUSU representation and and currently th- over 22 committee seats actually including two seats on the board of governors two seats on the general faculties council and a bunch of other committees that yeah. your executives sit on to make sure that AU students have a voice on those committees yeah exactly it's it's one of those things where I know that if we were to go back to what one of our mandates is for the organization is to become an amazing resource for the university. I think the day that comes along where we aren't getting invitations to sit at those tables, I think we've done something drastically wrong. Uh, so the fact that we've got students and our and our executives are amazing, uh, and they're sitting on the majority of those uh, committees throughout the year, and so um, bringing that student voice to the university is uh, is hugely impactful uh, from an advocacy advocacy perspective. So. Any last thoughts on advocacy we, uh, before we move on? I know that it's, uh, like I said, uh, it's a huge piece of what we do, but also probably doesn't get a lot of props for, for the amount of impact it actually has on, on AU students. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, that there, I mean, advocacy is kind of an interesting subject. It is one of those iceberg things where on the one hand, we do communicate with all of our membership. We tell them about the changes to Bill 19. We tell them about the changes that will affect our Ontario students. But more important than that is what takes place in the weeks and months and years ahead of those changes where we have our, our executives or the, the, addition, the other delegates from CASA who are attending those important meetings, those important committee meetings that take place behind the scenes. Like the consultation side of things. Exactly. Yeah, communicating with the MLAs here in Alberta, communicating with the MPs or, or, or sometimes the MLAs in, in Ontario as well. Whenever we have the opportunity to go and communicate with them through the, like Donette mentioned, the advocacy week that happens or that take, takes place in, like, um, in, uh, in, in Ottawa in with, Ottawa. with CASA or, or in any of the kind of, um, small scale meetings that we end up attending here at the at at the ledge in Alberta so yeah well I mean to boil down my point it's definitely like advocacy seems like something that you kind of just do but you don't do it short term advocacy is like the the weeks and months and years ahead of those major changes that's what we are doing yeah and I think it should be noted as well that a lot of the time some of the work that we do this year you start to see that come to fruition next year and so it it sometimes can feel like it's not a very quick process. But, That's exactly yeah. the point: is that you 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 almost never see the the fruit of your labors in the student union community. Like you'll put in a huge amount of work for a year or a second year. And I'm speaking as uh, from the perspective as of an executive. Like the work that you put in in a year or every two years, sometimes you don't ever see those implications. Like we have executives from the last year from all across Alberta who put in enormous amounts of work on Bill 19 and they were out of their positions by the time that they were announced. Because I yeah. know lots of people who contributed to those consultations. But the, there are also parts of advocacy that do happen quickly on the individual side. So if anybody is looking for... That's a great point. Um, help that they need just with EU, whether it's uh, 
you know, difficulty with a grade appeal or, or just something that's impacting your experience as a student, you can always reach out to us for help. Just email AUSU at AUSU.org and somebody will get back to you. We respond to those really quickly and we'll try to get you pointed in the right direction or help advocate on your behalf, um, depending on the case. But we can certainly offer you some help. Uh, that might be a great segue, offering support uh, from AUSU is really going into another element of of what AUSU does for uh, AU students, which is the financial support. Um, we're very proud to have an awards and bursaries program that uh, throws out just over $62,000 a year uh, in annual awards and bursaries. Uh, we want to be able to highlight a few of those um, Donnette, why don't you uh, highlight some of our biannual awards uh, that are distributed twice uh, throughout the year on November 1st and, and May 1st and, and a couple of the ones that are that are highlighted through uh, yeah. the work that you do. For sure. So we have two award cycles. Um, so the dates that Jody mentioned, those are actually the deadline dates. So every November 1st and May 1st is a major deadline for award applications for our cyclical awards. And those include kind of recognition of good academic achievement in our Academic Achievement Award or just other great things that students have done, like our Balanced Student Award that recognizes students who balance a lot of commitments, which is probably a lot of you. Um, a returning student award for students who have come back to studies after a long break. Uh, we have our I Go to AU Award, which is relatively new, which is open to all AU uh, undergraduate students. And you just have to give us a video basically outlining how important AU is to you and have a chance to win one of the awards. Uh, we also have a student volunteer award. So if you contribute to your community, you can apply for that. And there's also just a, a bursary for students that are in financial need. And those are all worth $1,000. So apply. Easy it's easy money. The application's online. It's easy to apply. Um, you usually do have to submit a transcript. And for bursaries, you usually do have to submit some sort of financial breakdown. But it's all done online. Uh, and we're happy to give out funds to our membership because we know that a lot of you deserve it. And we have our year-round bursaries. Yeah, the emergency bursaries are uh, another big piece of what we do and, and provides uh, a great deal of financial support for students that are truly in need. Uh, AUSU has actually done a really great job of being able to uh, create some categories within their uh, year-round bursaries. Uh, those categories include the emergency bursary, the computer bursary, uh, the travel bursary, and the health bursary. Now, each one of those is obviously um, unique to it in itself. For the most part, the emergency bursary is an opportunity for students who are looking for uh, course extensions, uh, supplemental exams. Or a uh, late exam fee. Late exam fees. Uh, the computer bursary is an opportunity if someone is down and out and is unable to um, obtain a computer on their own. Obviously, as being an online university, laptop computer is a big deal. And if you don't have one, it's going to greatly put you in jeopardy of not being successful at AU. And so uh, we recognize that um, offering a computer bursary that essentially is putting laptop computers in the, in the hands of students uh, was going to have a huge impact on their lives. Uh, we've also got two other smaller bursaries that are also the uh, travel and health 
And again, uh, the travel bursary can be applied to um, maybe there are travel expenses to go to convocation. Maybe there's travel expenses to get to your uh, practicum or your uh, lab or yeah, workplace. Uh, if there's if you have to travel to get to an exam, invigilation, anything that involves traveling for your AU coursework or for your program, we have a bursary for that. Yeah, and these are up to a thousand dollars. So uh, even our health bursary is also up to a thousand dollars. And again, the health bursary can be used to. Uh, obtain uh, a health and dental plan. Uh, and for the most part, uh, that one can also be up to $1,000. Again, just to kind of put an umbrella on this, uh, the financial support that AUSU throws out is, is uh, we're really proud of it and is something that can uh, really make a, a huge difference in a lot of the students' lives uh, throughout their academic career. So definitely go and check out our website, uh, ausu.org. And if you click on services and then click on the awards tab, uh, you'll be able to detail into a lot of the awards that we offer. And the nice thing about them, and this is all Donette's work, you'll see an apply button right there. This is as, as student friendly as possible. Once you get into the website and you click on that apply, it basically walks you through the process. And uh, once you hit submit, uh, it's just a matter of uh, doing the processing. Uh, the one thing I will highlight with uh, regards to the emergency bursaries, is uh, we can turn those things around real quick. And under the category of emergency, a lot of the times, uh, you know, when people are looking for extensions or what have you, there are deadlines. So be aware of those deadlines and uh, we can usually turn those emergency bursary applications around pretty quickly to make sure we accommodate whatever the student need might be. And just make sure that you're applying before your deadline to apply for the course extension or the late exam fee because AUSU actually pays these funds directly to the university. So you book your course extension, we pay the university for it. Amazing. Um, the next thing we want to talk a little bit about um, in short here is going to be the student leadership opportunities that are also offered um, I think these also go unnoticed and we want to be able to provide lots of opportunities for students to not only, uh, you know, put some of their academic work uh, to practice, um, but that's in the form of joining up with our student council and with our executive committee. And these are opportunities for student leadership that are immense uh, opportunities to be sitting in the room with a lot of the uh, senior administration of the university to, to learn from uh, seasoned professionals in the university environment and, and to really start to build that resume while you're going to school. Uh, I will also note, uh, you get paid. You get paid. So uh, <laughs> being on the executive committee is uh, uh, our president. It's based on 35 hours. Our VP external and student affairs and the VP finance and administration, those are based on 30 hours a week. But uh, really, when you start to look at the opportunities, besides getting to work with us, which is uh, which is amazing all in itself. Well, and there's our just regular council, which is it's 13 council members come in total, of which three of them are those executives. But then there's the other 10 uh, council seats. So not only are they great ways to learn about student leadership, but they're just also great ways to get involved with your students' union, with your university, to meet other students. Yeah. Um, definitely keep in mind, uh, February, March, that's when a lot of our elections are kicking off annually. So whether it's during the general election, uh, which happens every two years, uh, for student council, 
or whether it's for our midterm elections, which are specifically for the execs, um, definitely keep in mind that in 2020, that's February 2020, that's going to be your next opportunity to join up with our student council and uh, participate in the elections for those 13 positions that Donette was talking about. So watch your email and your social media for the call for nominations, which yeah, will probably totally. go out in January 2020. Uh, the last thing that we're going to highlight on, th on this topic around student leadership is uh, actually it was just this past January. Uh, the council approved the Student Advisory Committee. Uh, this committee is really going to be an opportunity for uh, members at large to be able to participate in a number of different topics throughout the year. Uh, these topics can either be AUSU related or university related. And uh, again, it's it's a way for us to be able to tap into the to the student membership to garner feedback on a on a on various topics throughout the year. And uh, there's ten individuals from all different faculties uh, at AU that sit on those. So um, again, like Donette said. Uh, make sure you keep track of your newsletter and you can see th the different opportunities throughout the year. Uh, that student advisory committee, uh, the timelines for that uh, are going to be coming up uh, October 1st as the beginning of the new term. So we'll likely be looking for applications at the end of the at the end of the summer. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. We also occasionally have open seats on our regular standing committees. So our council sits on a few different regular committees like our awards committee, our finance committee, our member engagement and communications committee. And some of those committees actually have seats available for members at large if they're not all filled by council. So um, keep your eye peeled for opportunities to get involved with our standing committees as well. Donna, throw out your email so everybody knows that if they want to get involved, they can... Uh, if you, you want to get involved, you can email ausu at ausu.org and uh, somebody will get back to you or you can email me directly at services at ausu.org. Love it. Um, as we come to a close here, I guess the, the last thing that we wanted to be able to highlight is, is very much AUSU can be seen as a one-stop shop for students at AU. Uh, we want to be able to support... Uh, undergraduate students across the board and that comes in a number of different ways uh, and we're, we're obviously here uh, whether it's financial support uh, advocacy support or whether that's helping build community here at AU uh, we want to be there for AU students and uh, AUSU is uh, uh, we basically make it our mandate and our mission to to be here for students and to create that student community that everybody is longing for so we also one thing that we didn't yet highlight. We also offer a bunch of other services for AUSU members. So that includes things like you get a free membership to lynda.com, which is an online video training resource. We have discounts on vision care like eyeglasses and contacts. You can get up to 40% off through FYI Doctors. We have pharmacy discounts and you can get free prescription delivery right to your door all across Canada. We have uh, online course evaluations for your AU courses. Obviously, we mentioned our mobile app, which is a great way to get connected to the community. And there's a bunch of other resources on our website too. And we're always looking for other ways to bring discounts and value to our student members. So keep your eyes peeled for those announcements. Yeah, I think as Donna had said, there's so many different ways that, uh, uh, that we're here for students. So uh, definitely check out our website. There's lots of information on there. And, um, you know, one-stop shop, ausu.org. You can always give us a call here at the office and uh, 
you never know who's going to pick up the phone. But uh, either way, we're definitely going to be able to point you in the right direction. And uh, guess what? That's all we got for you today. Uh, really happy to be here with uh, Donette. And then we got Barky behind the mixer. Um, we need to get you some, uh, you know, so you're spinning the ones and twos back there. Yeah. Anyways, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us. Uh, for AUSU Open Mic, uh, we're signing off here from the AUSU office in downtown Edmonton. Thanks a lot and have a great day. Bye, everyone.